All right, UFC on Fox 29 just wrapped up. Uh, good show. Yeah. Not better, bad. Better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, so we'll touch on a couple of the prelim fights. Um, we have a little bit of insight on some of those, and then we'll get to the main card and uh, yeah, a couple of prelims give our opinions. Yeah, we actually have some uh, relationships built with some of these people. So Yeah. And uh, it's also, yeah, you said... 2 p.m. right now. Huh? Yeah, so it's 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 almost 2 p.m. in Thailand. So just just let you guys know how dedicated we are. It's Sunday, which is our only day off, and we from the gym, got up at 7:40 in the morning to watch the fights, and we're doing the the um the wrap up show the, or the the, the recap, recap right now, and it's uh, prime beach time here in Thailand. And look at us. And we're pale. We need yeah. some sun bad. So we're in here doing this wrap up. Again, I keep saying wrap up. But yeah, it is a wrap up. Same thing, whatever. Recap. And uh, we're going to give it to you and get this thing posted as soon as possible, as always. Yeah. As promised. So let's jump into it, buddy. All right. Uh, the first fight that we saw. Yeah. We, again, they started two hours earlier than normal. For yeah. Us, they got us good. Yeah, dude, it did. That was weird. Yeah. Which sucked. But anyway, so Adam uh, Vichorik. Mm -hmm. Again, this is uh, it's another Scrabble winning name <laughs> seems like all the ufc's are ridiculous but he fought a guy named archin buller yeah i believe i'm saying it correctly who uh is a heavyweight yeah seven and oh but fighting out a or was fighting out of aka yeah so archin claimed aka um but he did his whole fight camp in canada i didn't talk to hobbs since the fight so i don't know archin so i don't know if he's just one of those guys that came in for a little while trained at aka headquarters or whatever or if he i don't know his experience yeah, at I'm aka um i know and critique his fight a little bit, which is why I want to talk about it. Um, but he did his full fight camp in Canada for this specific fight. Um, but he came in solid. I, I felt like he came in and, and, and he was doing okay. And, and what frustrated me is, you know, his wrestling, um, there was no real need for it most of the time that he got the takedown. You know, I mean, he was yeah. landing really good strikes on the feet, um, connecting, and then he'd get the takedown. Um, and I didn't like the fact he would sit in open guard. I know you said that about 12 times during it, the fight. For some reason, that just really bothers me, man. When that guard opens up, you need to pass or get out of there. You know what I mean? Like, you obviously don't want to be in guard when you can be in half guard or side control or a better position. So he, the guard was open the majority of the time he was in it, and then he just stayed there. He didn't try to pass or anything. Um, and then as it turns out later on in the fight, he was again doing fine on the feet, went for a takedown for whatever reason, and then got, got submitted. Omoplated? Is that a right? Yeah. Is that a word? Omoplata, yeah. Which is not a very common submission to to get caught in. I mean, to, you, you, people get uh, caught in omoplatas, but not to the finish yeah. very often. So I think Ben Saunders is the last one to do it, like twice. I think it's pretty rare. He's yeah, he Ben Saunders he didn't do it to you, is, is amazing. Now he's no, amazing. He's, on the, he's amazing on the ground. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean that's just. I mean, it sucks to see him lose that way because, like, you didn't have to. You were doing okay on the feet and, like, get him down and then posture out and get away from uh, guard, you know? And, like, well, no, he, he could have ground and pounded him from the side or something else, and he just he chose to stay there and put yeah. himself in danger, and he got caught. He's got Olympic uh, caliber wrestling, they said. So you figure probably just should have stayed at AKA and trained with DC a little bit. Well, especially when you're doing good in the fight. It's yeah. not like he needed wrestling. Like, a lot of times wrestlers, they get hit hard or they get in danger on the feet, and then their go-to thing is to use the wrestling. Mm -hmm. But he was winning on the feet. I mean, he was landing big strikes. It's like, just stay there, you know? Or if you do go to the ground, like DC and Kane and the other guys who's, who's adapted or whatever, get out of guard. You know, if you, if you go to the ground, move to the side, you know, get in half guard or... or try to get inside control a better position 
and control your opponent, land some damage, and, and then you're out of danger of getting submitted yeah. most often, you know. Um, I'm sure there's other factors that played into it, maybe family stuff, but I don't, just don't know why yeah, you would Plata. Yeah, well, no, 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 I'm talking about him not <laughs> training at AKA, going to Canada. Where no, no, I know. I, I, and again, I don't Canada, know. Canada, California. I honestly don't know anything about uh, him. I don't know what his relationship is. I haven't talked to Hoss. I really don't know when he trained at AKA, how long, whatever, but, you know, I figure yeah. we're... Well, he is the, he's also the first. We've got to be fair and talk about yeah. AK's wins and their losses. Yeah. And he claimed and he AK whether he trained there or not, and he, he lost. So, But for being the first, uh, I believe, uh, what I'm saying is Indo-Canadian? I mean, I was yeah. in Indian-Canadian. He was in Indian, but he uh, uh, was in Canada. I mean, that's probably a lot of pressure, too. I mean, I saw, if you looked in the crowd, a lot of a lot of media from there, and obviously It's getting fans. big, bro. A lot of people are coming here lot. from India. Yeah, we get a lot. From Iran and from India a lot lately. We it seems get, like we have like we literally have a 10 people from each country. Iraq, too, right now. Iraq? It's crazy, yeah. Wow. First guy from Iraq I've ever met. Yeah. Really nice guy. Unbelievable English. Just a sidetrack, sorry. Yeah. I asked him how he learned English so well. Like, try to be respectful. I was like, you know. And he's like, uh, video games. Yeah. He learned English from video games. What a badass. Wow. But anyway, just a little fun fact for you. I'll introduce you to him. You were, he comes back uh, Tuesday. Yeah, that's cool. So, it's anyway. cool how diverse our, our, our camp is. And that's the first guy from Iraq I've ever seen that. Yeah. Or, I mean, I haven't seen him, but, yeah. but I've heard of. He'll be back Tuesday. Cool. So, I'll, I'll give you the introduction. But Nice. But another AKA guy did fight. And this well, one is AK, yeah, and, and he's also a winner of the uh, Latin America Tough. Yeah, uh, Alejandro Lopez mm -hmm. versus uh, Matthew. I don't know, Alejandro no, Perez, Perez versus Matthew Lopez. Matthew Lopez, yeah. Hey, you know, hey, it was seven a.m. when Why they Why you fought. gonna mess up, dude? I don't know. It's my You're first time. You're thinking about the beach right now, aren't you? I don't even know where it is. It's been so long. <laughs> How overwork you, don't I? A little bit. Uh, come on. Of course. <laughs> am I hard? Am I hard to work for? Not hard to work for. Just you just want me there seventeen really? hours a day. I don't think you realize there's only seven days in a week. Well, I don't know if anybody's I told just, you that yet. I just I, I like when people work just all the time. I noticed. I, I text someone at like eleven p.m. and if they don't respond, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. You notice? Guess that. who that person usually is? You. <laughs> and I'm one room. And over. you're asleep. <laughs> I'm like, dude. Why this sleep? is about work. Uh, um. No. So yeah, Alejandro uh, had me worried. Um, mm -hmm. Hav walked him out and, and he's obviously on AK for sure. AK headquarters. And, uh, man, he was, he was, he was definitely losing the fight. Um, but he kept his resolve and, and stayed calm and, uh, weathered the storm and came back and got a very, very nice finish. Yeah. It's quite, of course, entertaining. I mean, for him being 21 and six, I mean, he was fighting a tough guy too. Yeah. Wrestling background. And, uh, he, you know, and he was just overall very, very experienced and, uh, yeah, Alejandro did uh, made me proud, man. TKO. Yep. So came back and uh, unleashed the punches and bunches. Oh. Is the as the you old commentators really, used you, to call it. You really do think you made that up, don't you? I don't know, but <laughs> I'm just saying like that was around the same time that you said it. That I heard it for the first time was when I was throwing a bunch of punches and bunches. Well, you know when you did throw a lot of punches and bunches mm. at round two of UFC sixty. Was it sixty? Sixty nine. Oh, yes, you're getting Yushinokami, aren't you? Yeah, because yeah. Yushinokami fought tonight. First time in four years. Yushinokami fought tonight. I fought Yushinokami, and that was a title contention fight to fight for uh, to fight Anderson Silva. I fought him at UFC sixty nine, and now he's at welterweight. It's crazy yeah. watching him walk out at welterweight because this was a massive, massive Japanese dude when yeah. I fought him. I mean, this dude was so big at middleweight, one of the strongest guys I've ever fought. Nicest guy too. And yeah, it was it was a man. It was a tough fight because it was my hometown. I had won all these fights. I was like 5-0 and in the UFC, and it was to fight to get to Anderson Silva. And so they, they put it in – well, they put me on the car because it was in Houston, Texas. So it was in my hometown, and I went there, and, man, 
I think uh, he won the first round. I think he was on top of me more in the first round. Second round, I won. Almost had him out. Five almost had him out. He was face down, and I was, like, punching him as the bell rang. And then it came down to the third round, staying on my feet and just not getting taken down and, and try to outstrike him. And he got that takedown. I think it's like a leg trip or something like that. And I just couldn't get him off me for, like, well, he weighed 240 pounds. Three minutes. So, it was like, the majority of the fight, he was on top of me. And then I think at the very end, I reversed him and ended up on top, punching him. And just too little, too late. He beat me. But he fought tonight. And, I mean, he did the same thing that he yeah. always does. He, he's a strong dude, man. Yeah. and he just, Even at 170, he looks strong. Not super exciting. I mean, he's, you know, he, I think he has, like, was he got the fifth, the record for the fifth uh, longest time in the octagon? Oh, probably. Yeah, he's they fought said it on twenty the, something times. They said whatever. it on the broadcast. It's something like I mean, it's hours and hours and hours. Well, all his fights usually go to it's like three or four hours decisions. Worth. So he's good. Yeah, so it wasn't super exciting, but I mean, he was definitely dominant and uh, good to see him back. And he won uh, via decision. Um, so Up, you know, I don't know. If and he against knew. Diego Lima, I mean, it, it wasn't an easy opponent. Yeah, it was a tough opponent who's fought. I think Diego was the one I think that was on uh, tough twice. Yeah, the, he was a finalist as a welterweight and as a middleweight. Nineteen and twenty-five. Six wins on tough, mm -hmm. which don't count on his record. Plus, he's had a decent, good record, you know, as well. So it wasn't an easy fight, but I mean, Okami's just he so freaking strong, yeah. man. He's just such a freaking strong guy. But so. back to when you fought Okami, do you think Yushin knew that you could have sponsors in the UFC? Uh, <laughs> I, I will say this: a fun fact about this. Oh, that yeah. was the fight. I'll bring this up any chance I get. Well, every podcast I end up fucking I will say a fun fact about Yushin Okami. Not about myself, about Yushin Okami. Yushin Okami was the very first fighter in combat sports history oh, to ever look across <laughs> the cage or the ring and see a sponsored banner. The very first guy that's ever looked across and was like, what the fuck is that? What is that big fucking vinyl banner with all those sponsors on it? I mean, of course, it was me that had it, which would make me mm -hmm. the first person to ever have a sponsored banner. But he was the first opponent. But he was. A f but let's <laughs> let's not talk about me. This ain't about me. This is about Yushin oh, let's Okami. Talk about Yushin. So he was the first person to witness up close and must, fight must a guy so who had the first sponsored <laughs> banner, and that was at UFC 69. So Anytime I lost the fight, but I invented the sponsored banner again. Do you? Um, I'll bring it up as much. Do you remember? That, that's uh, my claim to, 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 the, commu to the community of MMA. Yeah. Like, so well, one thing I, that's shit. the one thing I did that really impacted the whole sport, you know, more than anything. Do you remember who took me home that night after that fight? Some dude. God, you were so mad at Some me. Guy you did. You, met the you bar. were still wearing your fucking taped hands, and you had to take me home from that fight. Yeah. Because I may or may not have been overserved. You remember that? That's right. I'm always having to take care of you, man. Even <laughs> after I have to fight in UFC, I, I still well, have to Well, I take took care the loss you. harder than you did. Apparently. Ten shots worth. Yeah, there's there's more to you it. You took more but. shots of alcohol than I took in the fight. <laughs> and luckily, it was $13 Jaeger night at the, at the uh, Toyota <laughs> Center. And I loved paying for that. So I got 15 tickets from I you. I lost the fight and had a $500 bill for your drinking. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So, so no, I got, I got 15 tickets from you. If you remember correctly, and I had to have the yeah, owner. You were always like, oh, "Can I get some tickets?" I'm like, "Oh, how many? Need? One or two?" And I'm like, well, well I got this guy and this guy. Yeah, about fourteen. Well, hold on, but I paid for them. And then I got to ask for them. And I had to, actually the the owner of Buffalo Wild Wings. You didn't fund me the one, yeah. dude. You've never paid for tickets. Yeah, he funded me for those fifteen. Oh, for your friends. Yeah, yeah. I've always given you, you gave like, me the ones up front. I didn't yeah. sit with those 
losers in yeah. the back. <laughs> but behind row six, like, I'm going to go that far back. I got you. I want you to see me lose up close. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was really neat. I want you neat. to see that sponsor banner. I want, I want you to, fun fact for yourself. You, you, I was the you first spectator. You were one of the first spectators. You were one of the first spectators to ever see a sponsored banner live and see mm-hmm. Dana's reaction as he was pissed off about it. Huh. Yeah, if you search our, our YouTube channel, you'll you'll every other video is about the sponsor band. Every episode either I bang some dude, which <laughs> yeah. never happened, but yours a- really happened. AKA or the sponsor band. But but yeah, sorry about the sorry about that. That was two thousand seven. You know, what nah, do you I forgive you, know? dude. I forgive you. I've done worse since then. So it'll be fine. Yeah, you have. All right. So moving and on. One more prelim I want to talk about is mu- uh, Muslim Salikov. Your, your boy, um, our boy. AK yep. Thailand. He trained at AK Thailand when I was first building the gym. Actually, when it first opened up, kind of before it opened up, and then right as it opened up. And he trained at the gym a lot with Anvar and all those guys. He's from Dagestan. Uh, he's a Sanda Wushu champion, something like five times or something like that. Yeah. This guy is a ridiculous striker, man. We had a lot of sparring rounds together and stuff, and he, he's really good. Um, and he, he had a lot of hype coming into the UFC, and he had his first fight, ironically enough against Alex mm-hmm. Garcia, the guy I fought in my last fight. Um, I dropped a decision to. Um, Alex ended up finishing him with like a, a submission, obviously not on the feet. Muslim, is, his level on the feet is really, really high. What's his kickboxing record? 170 or something. 186 and 35, something like that. It's oh my crazy. God. Yeah, but he's counting all of his striking fights. But the dude's a beast. Matter, he's a beast. He, I mean, he does everything. And uh, again tonight, just I mean, it was a clinic on the feet. I mean, he did really well. Yeah. It was a pretty and, brutal and knockout. He fought a really big guy. Yeah, I mean Nick's huge man. Rainy, yeah, sorry, yeah, Rick, dude, uh, Rick Rainy, R- Ricky Rainy, yeah, something like that. Rick yeah. Rainy, uh, yeah, he's, he's new to the. It was his first fight. fight. I mean, it was his first, his first fight, UFC yeah. fight. So yeah, Rick Rainy. Um, but man, he was a huge guy. And you know what the thing is? Is he looked well rounded. He looked composed. He didn't look nervous. He looked like he was. Uh, he just got caught. He was game, you know. Mm-hmm. But Muslim is just another beast, man. He landed a couple of spinning back kicks. And then, man, that overhand caught him just like right behind the ear, which right behind the ear is where your equilibrium is. And it just, when you get hit there really hard, man, you're just out of it. And then what made it worse than that is when he went down, mm. he got caught again. And then as he flew to his back or landed on his back, both we saw it in the replay, both of the punches came straight down on his face. I mean, ah, oh, brutal. Oof. So, yeah, I feel bad for Ricky Rainey. You know, it was a tough first fight in the UFC. Um, but well, he took on uh, short and it was short well. nose, so we got to give him credit for that. So too. he did put on a decent performance for, for yeah. losing, but yeah, and and he's fighting one of the best strikers ever, ever. yeah, so. literally ever. People don't know yet, but he definitely is one well, of the best at, strikers. He was ever. AK for a little while, AK Thailand. Sorry, Muslim. Yeah, yeah, you said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I said yeah. So so and not only was he at AK Thailand, he trained there for a while, but he kept representing AK Thailand, which was really cool. Uh, even when he wasn't doing his fight camps with us, so he was always sending me the videos and like he was wearing AK Thailand shorts, like he was a, a real loyal. Uh, really good friend, and uh, I mean, I, I say was. We're, we're still friends. I just haven't seen him lately. He hasn't been to AK Thailand in a while, but he's still part of our family. He's right. he's part of that 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 first batch of of people that came in that, that we've always well, he's the reason stayed why in contact I, with. He's the reason why I woke up so early this morning. You yeah, to watch him, I wanted so. to watch that fight, man, and I, I'm so happy he won. So now now he finally got his first UFC win, and uh, I, I, I wish think he's got a lot more to come. To be I honest, wish with you. some of these people could see us watch the fights and see how we react. Because we do, yeah. like, obviously you more than me, but yeah. I, I've built some relationships with some of these guys, you know? Yeah. And uh, I don't know if, if it's normal the way we act sometimes, or some of the shit we say, obviously, is not probably best for I, I don't think it's over the top. I mean, like, you go to these fights, you see how they act at the actual well, yeah. venues. I mean, we're but not, it's like... it's 7 in the morning, we're not drinking at yeah. these things, you know? I mean, we're, I mean, we're tired right now. I mean, yeah. 
we stayed up. I stayed up late last night, and then I tried to get up early to watch the prelims, and then I didn't realize that the fight was way earlier than usual. I think it started at like, uh, I think four a.m. our time. I think it was like, yeah, because if it's yeah four a.m. us, it was so almost to start like five. 5 p.m. West Coast time, which is really weird because usually every fight starts at 7 p.m. West Coast time, but then again, that's also pay-per-views. I think the fight nights differ, but what? pay-per-views, every single pay-per-view starts at 7 o'clock West Coast time. This was a Fox, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you know, 10, 10 o'clock because East Coast Because also time. the uh, NBA playoffs started yesterday, t- or today, however you want to look at it. That might have been it. what it was, but so I had no idea, so I, I, w- I woke up kind of late, and then I was rushing to like go back and watch the fights that I needed to watch on Fight Pass and, and, and catch up as much as I could and then try to watch the whole broadcast so we can get this out at a decent time. Yeah. So And we're going to. Yeah, it's still going to be okay. By the time you see this, it'll be out. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, somewhat. Yeah, so. yeah. You, but anyway. You sort of make sense. Congrats to Muslim. But speaking yeah. of another... Uh, Big opponent, uh, Michelle Waterson fought. Ah, uh, yes. And she fought a huge. I mean, that girl is a. She's a beast of a. Of a fighter, man. Yeah, she's tall, big. Uh, Courtney Casey, and well, she was almost a. I mean, Olympic soccer player or that high level U.S. She, national she, team. So I don't know a lot about Courtney Casey, but I will say this: they 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 said that she was a very good athlete, and she had a lot of hype coming in. I think she was a favorite yeah. uh, in this fight. And she was, you could definitely see a size difference. In the Muslim fight and in that fight, you could see a huge size uh, difference. It was, it was, and Michelle Watterson just, man, I mean, she played as good as she could. She moved really well. Um, she circled a lot in the beginning. She stayed on a horse, as they say, yeah. as the kids say. I thought it was on, um, on their bicycle. Huh? Is it on a bicycle or a horse? Well, when you're from Texas, it's on the horse. Oh, I forgot you broke when horses. I, when I moved to the city where you were, then it was on the bicycle. <laughs> yeah, I've not, you know, I've never been on we a horse. We had horses and steers back where I was. Um, but, yeah, and then it was a <laughs> it was a split decision win, right? Which was weird. Yeah, because I, I didn't see how, how uh, Casey took any round. She fought. I mean, don't get me I wrong. Mean, good fight. Like, she I, may th- have took I thought a round, it was a good fight but I, she, I don't think she definitely took two. I mean, or, yeah. uh, it should have been a split. A judge should have said she took two rounds. I think I think Michelle fought really well in that fight. I like the uh, was that the second round that big ass teep kick she had. Oh, right to the to face. get up to that tall chick. Yeah. I mean, you know, Michelle's a it tiny knocked her girl. all the way across the octagon yeah. too, man. That was but, a good kick. Yeah, man. it was. So, hats off to so uh, Steven Hotties. Seagal again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what a, he'll what take a, credit for that. Of course he will. He yeah. probably already tweeted it. If you look yeah. it up right now, I guarantee you, he's like, yeah, I taught Michelle Waters. I like Steven Seagal, but why does he wear those? Yellow sunglasses, tint. Know, that's just man. really bothering me. You, 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 we could do a whole podcast on why Steven Seagal. <laughs> why weird shit? Just does it. Why Steven Seagal dot, 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 and the whole podcast. He was, dude, when I grew up, it was Steven Seagal, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Chuck Norris. Yeah. I we, couldn't we watch enough that. of those movies. Well, you know what? Hold on, hold on. So our very, what, maybe our second episode ever, we had a debate about who's better. You, you said Chuck Norris, I said Jean-Claude, or was it the other way around? I think Or I, Steven Seagal and, and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Anyway, regardless... Because the best thought, movie of all time is, is Bloodsport. And didn't you say it was Kickboxer? Was that... No. Uh, who do we have on that said that? Uh, anyway, well, that guy was wrong. I think Bloodsport was one it of the is. best. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But I like the fact... Okay, so they were more martial art movies, right? Yeah. Chuck Norris did, you know, do martial arts, yeah. but he, like, blew shit up and, like, shot shit. It was a little more, a little more Rambo style. And obviously, Sylvester Stallone, you got to add in there. He, he wasn't, like, a karate guy or anything, but... Sylvester Stallone. I'm not adding that dude in Any there. guy that uses a bow and arrow to blow shit up, that's fucking hardcore. Yeah, I guess. I didn't think about that. Nah, day. <laughs> what was that? Nah, day. 
the hell are you talking about? That's what he said before he shot and killed this person. It means something in like Vietnamese or something. Wow. Or wherever he was at. I don't know. That where was obscure right there. He was fighting. Just like, nah, day. If I'm wrong, guys. <laughs> Which he is. Because I probably am. <laughs> Correct me in the comments. I don't know. Where. I might be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure. That turned ugly. No, I'm serious. Dude. I think I'm, we're gonna look it up when this is over. I guarantee you. you know I might how much be right. pissing me off if you're right about something and I'm not. I'm pretty sure so. that's what he said. Nah, day. All right. So, yeah. Moving so, on. Moving on. <laughs> so, congrats, Michelle Waters and the Karate Hottie. Yeah, and she wants to put a decision. So, I mean, that wins a win, and uh, so she's moving back up. Tough division. Yeah. That's one of the toughest divisions I think in the women's strawweight. Yeah. It's tough, man. It's tough. So she's working her way back up. As well she should. And another uh, fellow that did train at AK Thailand as well yeah. fought. And one of the gentlemen, if I may say, of the sport, a lot of yes, sir, no, sir, thank you. He would like come up, shake your hand, mm. is Israel. Yeah. Obviously, he's like the next upcoming phenom. Yeah. Well, he was yeah, and 12 and 0 coming into this fight. With 12, 12 knockouts. 12 knockouts. Yeah. What was he, like 9 and 0 when he came to AK I think he had 8 and 0, 9 and 0, yeah, when I first. This was a. Uh, he, he came and hung out and trained for a while two back. Two years ago. Yeah, yeah, like two years ago or something like that. And then uh, I think I, I met him out at dinner too, had some. Eight with him. Just out of room. Him and all his crew were really nice people. So. And, and Marvin Vittori um, is predominantly known as a ground guy. And I think that's why he was stylistically happy with the matchup because he felt like he had a good style for this mm -hmm. match. But it turned out to be a striking kind of match where he held his own. I mean, I think he won around and, and uh, you know, he definitely he held a his lot own. Of eye, but it wasn't like even uh, Israel would be the first to tell you that it wasn't his favorite fight of his. Yeah. You know, so. Well, he did say that, actually. Yeah. I don't know if he said it after or during. And I think he said it in the post, in the post thing, but yeah. the post. Uh, so, you know, I think he also said uh, even Jesus was crucified, which, I don't know, that's kind of weird. Did he say that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. Which, you know, I mean, I, mean, I guess he was, but. What is your thoughts on that? What, what is your thoughts when guys, um, I mean, it's okay to be religious. I'm not religious, I'll be honest with you, but. I know there's something. I mean, we're not here for no reason. But what is your thoughts on guys that are uh, thanking God for letting them win a fight? I, I like it. I mean, I do. Uh, I think sometimes it gets overplayed. Like, I don't like it when they, like, hey, what's your favorite color? Well, first let me go ahead and say that thank God to my Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, it's like, that's not what he asked you. You know, mm -hmm. I get it. Work that into it. And I guess if you want to, I don't know, lead into I, I mean, it's, you know, you have your beliefs. You know, I respect everybody's things, but I think, you know, you said it, but well, you know, go ahead and tell your thoughts. Cause I know we've talked about this a, f a few years ago now. Yeah. So. I mean, my thoughts haven't changed. And the thing is, is like, I mean, I've been around the world. I've seen a lot of crazy shit. So I, I've seen if there's something out there. There's a bigger power. And if there is a God, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying there's not, I just, I'm just not religious and, mm -hmm. and I have never seen it myself or seen him myself or whatever this is that's created all this. But if there is someone out there that can make a change and do things, I think the last thing that I would want that person to do would be to help me win a fight if I'm on TV, making a lot of money, yeah. having a successful career. I wouldn't want him to spend or, or it, whatever it is, to spend its time helping me win a fight when there's so many more important things they could be doing as far as helping these wars and starving children and, and all the catastrophes that are going on right, in you know, the world. We're free to make our own choices. And, and then that being said, too... I, Another pet peeve of mine, though, is like when you thank God, I feel after a fight, sometimes it's kind of disrespectful to your opponent because you essentially, if, you, if I ask God, if, if I believe in God and I ask him to help me beat you, I'm essentially telling him to make you lose the fight. 
Well, the opponent can ask God as well, or his God. Then, then God's just confused. See, I, I thought where you were going to go. And, and another thing, well, I'll, I'll say I, I think got two sides. Where, to I think it. you're going to go to it now. And the other side is, you know how hard I train for a yeah. fight. I mean, I train really hard, and I feel like if you have religion in your head and, and you feel like there is a God and you feel like He can help you win a fight, I, I have, a, in my opinion, I think you train a little bit less or not as hard or you when you get to that point where you're really exhausted and you're pushing yourself if you feel like god's helping you or can help you or if you you did a good deed or you're a good person and and god's going to come through for you you're not going to push yourself that extra limit and and i had a quote a long time ago i can't remember exactly how i said it but i was just like you got to train every day as if there is no god helping you or there's no other power helping you when you get out there it's just you in that octagon and I feel like that's true. You know, I mean, when you get out there, you have to train your entire fight camp. Like, there's nothing but you that's going to save your ass from either losing that fight and ruining your career or winning that fight. And that's just my opinion. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to get hate from, like, people that are religious. We're going to get some hate for that. But, I mean, it's... I, I, but I'm not against people that are religious. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying there is no God. I'm just saying... That, I like, if and you're I'm doing not, it for, for guidance, maybe that's yeah. a better, better way. Like, if someone came on there and said, I want to thank God... For, for putting me in the right direction and helping me find fighting and being able to focus on this instead of mm-hmm. maybe being on the streets or doing other things and letting me live my dream, that's different. Saying, I want to thank God for letting me win a fight and that your opponent's unconscious, you know, the career's over and like possibly a serious injury. I think that's yeah. kind of like, in my opinion, I think that's kind of disrespectful to your opponent. And I think there's a lot more important things that God could do if there is a God than, than help you win a fight when you're already yeah. making money, you're already famous, you're already on TV. You're where 99.9% of people in the world wish they could be already. And then now you're asking for more, you know, from 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 the higher power. Well, uh, it's my I th- opinion. I think you must have obviously forgotten. Because like I said, what stuck with me, you said it real shit early in your fighting days, is nobody's ever thanked God after a loss. Yeah. You know? Well, that's that, true, too. That kind of sticks to me. It's like, yeah, really? I mean, because it could have gone either way. Yeah. You know? Especially a split decision, technically. Mm-hmm. It's out of God's hands. It's in the judge's hands. And you said nobody's ever been like, oh, well, I got to thank God for making me lose or helping me lose. You know, nobody's ever done that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like I said, it, and everybody it's not can believe their pun- own. I mean, you, you don't expect God punished you for losing. I don't yeah. know. It, it, well, it, it, it's a fine line. I'm not trying to cause a lot of controversy here. And like I said, I, I'm never one to like battle people that are religious. I want everybody to be. You know, my mom's religious. I, yeah. I, I never want to like take anything away. And whatever makes you feel good. I mean, this world's tough enough, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's tough enough to get through this world and like have to live. And and if there's something that can make you feel better and 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 get through this world easier, I, I want. You know, I want you to and believe in we, that. We also live in a country that's not Christian. No. Yeah. You know, there, there's all walks of life and hardly any of them are Christian. You know, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. We get them. But, you know, you got Buddhists and you know, all the other religious beliefs that come through our camp. So, yeah. you know, so I guess we don't really see it that much when we do it. But yeah, it's just my thoughts. I mean, yeah. it's not like I said, I'm not trying to start a war. <laughs> I don't right, want I'm going to bring holy water next podcast. Uh, I, I, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just me, man. I just believe in what I believe in, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. You're a good person. I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like one of these people that has to see something or have something kind of proven to me to believe in it. I don't just believe in something because someone tells me to, you know. Yeah. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I'll, I'll I'll pay whatever price it is to have to pay. Or maybe I'll see one day, you know. Maybe one day I'll see the light and I'll see, because there's for sure something that created all this. So I have. I'll tell you about it later. Oh, you've seen the light. Yeah. Oh, God, I know. I, I, I've I've been I've been there for your seen the light stories well no <laughs> this is a real one <laughs> okay <laughs> not a bud light this oh, was a yeah yeah this is a dick uh well but let's uh so move on to the co-main event main event of the night yep let's um do it. carlos condon i mean just 
household name. Beast. Legend. Absolute legend. Versus sport. a good old cowboy Oliveria. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Oliveira? Oliveria? Olivier. Oliveira Lotion? Olivier. I, I say. That's how I say it. Olivier? Olivier. What is he? French Canadian? Yeah. And that's how I say it. From Brazil. Yeah. Anyway. He's wearing a cowboy hat. Quite the fight. Quite bloody for it being only a round and a half. Yeah, it was. Or whatever. So it was. Uh, and Conde is just a, such a scrapper, man. He's such an absolute fuck. scrapper. He obviously he lost via Swickatine, or I'm sorry, Guillotine. Um, <laughs> give me, but now how you're going to get me in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, I'm going to try to get you. You're going to get me in trouble on this. Uh, your thoughts, buddy? Because I mean, he held. Uh, we've had that talk about chokes and all that stuff, and even you said he's the last guy I'd expect to tap out. But he held, I mean... That From a choke. Now, now I want to elaborate on that a little bit, too. A rear naked choke's different than a guillotine yeah. choke. And I will say he 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 fought out of it. I mean, he, I mean, he tried to fight out of it. I mean, he, he fought with everything he had. That choke that choke was tight from the beginning. I mean, from the, the standing. When he put that arm in and cranked on it, that thing was tight as shit. And let me tell you, from going out in a guillotine choke, it's tough. I mean, it caves your entire trachea. I mean, it, you start hearing cracking, literally oh. cracking in your bones and... Or whatever it is that cracks in your fucking trachea, it's not good. The trachea. And yeah, and like seriously, like every time I've been put in a, in a, in a real bad guillotine, whether in training or in, or whatever, and I've tapped or didn't tap, whatever the case, I mean, for a good week or two, you can't even eat. I mean, when you swallow food, sometimes just swallowing it all hurts like shit for like days, yeah. if not weeks. I mean, like or a couple of weeks. I mean, it's it's fucking bad. But he held on to it. I mean, what, solid 40 seconds? I mean, he, I mean was... he, he he tried his best to get out of there, man, and it was sad. I mean, I, I, it was one of those chokes that you knew was going to, you know, get him eventually. It was just, is he going to pass out, or are they going to stop it, or is he going to tap, whatever. And I, I think he was kind of out of it as he tapped, to be honest with you. I think he was out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was so tight. Um, Some good up kicks, too. You know, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, he landed like three in a row. Who called one about 12 seconds you, you before did. it happened? You did. You actually called dude, how out. good am I getting at cornering? You're getting great, dude. Do you yeah. want to come back and fight and I'll corner maybe, you? Maybe, dude. Do maybe you that, Maybe you? you not corner me is what happened at the end of my career. I, I was going to corner your last one. Maybe that would have... Well, you were in jail in Thailand. Oh, fuck. I mean, how, how, well, I got to bail you out and put, parole you out of fucking <laughs> probation in Thailand to get hey. you to... Good news, I didn't go to jail this Songkran. No, you didn't. Yeah. We, oh, by the way, for those that watched the last podcast, we did survive Songkran. Um, I'll be honest with you. We talked a big game <laughs> about how we were going to just destroy everybody on Songkran, and we did nothing. Yeah. We did absolutely. I, I went and bought an Apple TV. I went and ate chili cheese fries. We did nothing. <laughs> we, we partied. We did. I, I hid from Songkran. I didn't go to Patong. I didn't go out. I stayed inside and just completely just didn't want to get involved with getting wet and do the whole thing. So we completely pussied out on this one. Yeah. Um, we're not we, as cool as we were last podcast. No. We talked a big game, yeah, though. Yeah, we did. You watch that podcast, you're like, these motherfuckers are going to war. Yeah. And I can't wait to We didn't even story. buy guns. We didn't even buy guns. Ugh. I didn't even drink that much water, to be honest. <laughs> I got <laughs> hit one time by a 12-year-old kid going to work. Like they were shooting, the they were shooting my car, and I'm just like, thanks, because yeah. it was dirty anyway. So I would just go to where they were and just stop and, and like just honk the horn so that they would shoot me and just try to clean the car. Yeah, we, we pushed out. You know, and thankfully, nobody really died. I didn't hear that many deaths. I hope not. Yeah, I mean, for sure, someone did. I mean, this yeah, is the, the number one. Even if it's not song cron related, somebody died yesterday. Or yeah, for sure. It's sad, sad, but I mean, it is the holiday. Um, but anyway, we'll get back. Let's get back to the, the yeah. Carlos fight real fast. We got off track a little bit, but man, I, w- I just want to say too, this really it's sad, man, to see someone like Carlos lose, man, because like, what a legend of the sport, man. What he's a good guy, great fighter, you know, and like, 
How old is I he? I don't. I think he's like. I want to say he's thirty-three. 30, oh, I was thinking thirty-six. Shit, I think. He? I think they announced it at thirty-three. Uh, I don't know. Oh no 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 no. Okami. Okami's thirty-six. Okami's thirty-six. Yeah, we're still older than him. Yeah, he Fuck. was thirty-six because I was thinking like, God, Okami's still fighting. I've been retired for so long, man. How old is that guy? And then he's like freaking younger than I am. And I'm like, jeez. How old was that ref? How old do I feel? <laughs> oh, and then that ref was. <laughs> he was in his 60s or 70s. Jeez, that ref couldn't have stopped anything yeah. with time. <laughs> that, that ref was, that guy was, uh, I'm not trying to talk shit about the ref, but I guess I mm. did. But they, yeah, he was definitely an old ref. And, uh, I, and, and my take on that too, I'm not trying to talk shit. And you, there was a girl that used to ref. Yeah. This real skinny girl. And I had yeah. a problem with that. And it wasn't that she was a girl. I think girls can ref just like guys can. I, I, I see no problem with that. But I think as a ref, your job um, isn't just to to call fights and, and say break and, and, and then they just leave. I mean, sometimes things get out of hand. You know, there could be, uh, you know, the guys don't stop at the end of the bell and you got to break it up. McGregor jumps in the middle out of nowhere. There could be anything happen. And I think as a ref, you should be fit enough to break whatever happens up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I don't think you should be... I don't think you should be smaller and more frail than the actual fighters because look at Herb Dean. How many times have we seen Herb Dean jump in there like Big John McCarthy yeah. jumps in there and because he jumps in there and separates these guys with his massive weight and he strength, saves he saves yeah. people from getting hurt. That guy couldn't have saved nobody and he yeah. wasn't going to jump in there. And that girl, the same thing. She, I, I haven't seen her in a long time. You know who I'm talking about. She's the only girl yeah. ref I think yeah. that I've ever seen. I can't remember her name. Real tall, skinny, kind of yeah, super face. skinny, like super skinny. Great, but kisser. she couldn't jump in and save anything. If some guy's punching, like you know, like unload on somebody's face, she's not going to jump in there and break mm. it up, or at least she's not going to be effective. Kind of looks like she already has. I'm, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying <laughs> that's my take on refs. I think they should be big enough to be able to like well, control wait. the control the their, their jobs to control the fight. And if something goes wrong, it, it's your job to stop it. They say a fighter's job is not to stop the fight. So if I'm punching somebody, it's not my job to stop punching them, yeah. which means I could be causing serious damage to this guy. It's the ref's job to make me stop punching him. And so I think the ref at the least should be able to stop me from punching him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if it takes him flying in the, in, in the center of us to do so, that's what he has to do. And if it's some little guy that's not going to do it or can't do it, I mean, yeah. what's the point? I mean, there's a there's a ton of big guys that can be refs. I don't think we have to hire. I, think I could be a ref. Skinny guys or, or 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 girls that might not be able to jump in there. And and I saw her uh, ref in heavyweight fights. I mean, yeah. I, I want to say it was like over him or something. Well, how is she going to stop Lesnar and Velasquez? I want to say it was like a big fight yeah. like that. And like if they do something wrong or it gets out of hand or something, something goes crazy, she's not going to jump in there and separate those guys. You you know who some of the best refs I've ever seen are. What? Muay Thai refs because they will catch them yeah. before they hit the ground. Yeah, they're How good. the fuck do they're, they do that? Well, I mean, they've been doing it their whole lives. Yeah, but they're not a hundred like everybody else. Maybe that has something yeah. to do and with it. And a lot of the Muay Thai refs were fighters. Yeah. So they, they kind of know. But they can, those, yeah. they, like, damn, they, cut they catch them yeah, before yeah. they even hit the ground. Yeah, I mean, you got a 200-pound dude falling down straight. Well, they're not. There's, well, okay, there's, there's no Thai fighters that are 200 yeah, pounds. You, well, we had a few at the gym. They're like 115 pounds. What about me when I fight? I don't know, dude. Dude, should I cut weight? What should I do? I can get you down to a good solid 150 probably. It's, I don't want to go down to 150, dude. What the fuck? I'm skinny as shit already. I'm 188. Nah, no, I'm just kidding. I don't know, man. We still Maybe got, just get me to We still got 45,000 subscribers before you got to fight. Less than so. that now. No, we do. 
Is it? Oh yeah, you're right. We're right, right, right. right under five five thousand subscribers, so which is cool. You're okay for now. Yeah. God, I don't want to fight. I do, but I don't. I don't want to let you down. Right, I feel I like I let you, you down so much in my life already. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're doing good, man. And, and when you fight, that's gonna be the pinnacle. That's gonna be the pinnacle of like all this shit you've done. That's are you gonna be nervous? Frustrated. Me. I'm nervous when you fight. Are you gonna? I you? will be. I talked a lot of shit in the podcast before, but I got your back, dude. You know I'm going to do everything I dude, can. Dude, I start getting worked. You come the, in there and help me. Throw the, that towel in. I don't give a the shit. The last thing I'm going to want to see is you get beat by that lady boy. I mean, I, I'm not fighting a fucking speaking lady boy. Tomorrow's going to be something special, but we'll get back to that. We, yeah, we, yeah, we still got one more fight left that we got to discuss. <laughs> we got to schedule it. We <laughs> you know there was a main it. event tonight. But there, right? is a, there is a chance we have a guest on. and, and uh, One of the stipulations. Me and, him, me and him go back and forth and... and uh, He's a very famous, the most famous, probably one of the most famous faces in the sport. But uh, I made a little a little pact with him that, that Mark will dress up as a lady boy if he comes on. Because he wanted, he wanted Mark to wear a tutu. Yeah, I don't get that. That's yeah. weird. I don't know. And the funny thing was is he actually went and dug a picture of a tutu out to send me. As if I, I, think I, he, as if I didn't know what a tutu was when he texted me. Did you not know? Uh, no, I did. But yeah, he, goes, yeah. he goes, I'll come on if Mark wears a tutu. And then, uh, and then the next thing you know, a picture popped up of a tutu, and I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, I Chuck, think he already had that on his. I think of it, yeah. Like, you know, Chuck, you didn't have to. Uh, Wasn't he on Dancing with the Stars? You didn't oh, have, I guess we just ruined you, who you, it was. You didn't have to go and download a picture of a tutu to show me. So yeah, yeah. so we're trying to get Chuck on here, and so uh, your boy may be wearing makeup. He, he's tomorrow. hard to contact, man. Like he's just like we 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 text every day almost. It seems like now, but he he does this thing where it's just like you text him, and he just enjoys making you wait to text you back and then he says something smart ass and then you got to like kind of come back to him and i think he's left two comments ever on my instagram and both of them were derogatory about me banging dudes he hates you why what did i do to him he doesn't really hate you but i mean i did he does hate you. i did almost well every time i've met him he's you basically told him that mohawks are for children yeah that's true that's probably where it started to like the downfall of you and mr liddell yeah and then uh but I tell you what, that taxi ride. And you and a wig with some lipstick on tomorrow. If we shoot this thing, I'll do it for him. Yeah, we'll that'll be the funniest podcast ever. So he's definitely coming on. It's just a matter of scheduling. And uh, I mean, like I said, we're opposite times in America, so getting everything scheduled, and we're super busy with work right now. And like, so it's it's like trying to get everything scheduled to where we can have like a good, decent podcast and and get everything worked out. But and he just loves fucking with us too. Yeah, he's fun. He he loves just like messing with us. <laughs> he is <laughs> probably one of the most fun human beings that I've met through you. That's to hang out. He with. He is really cool. Wow, how much? How fun is that guy to hang it's out with? It's fucking ret- everything. Everything. Yeah. He was in Thailand too. For you guys that don't know, uh, he came to Thailand and hung out with us for, before we had a podcast. Before we was it yeah. that long ago? Yeah. Before July. Yeah. Oh, it had to have been because he would have been in the podcast. He would have came, yeah. came on. Yeah. So he. Yeah. Damn. Holy cow. Yeah, and so we hung out with him for like uh, a week. He was here for like a week. Yeah. And, uh, him and his whole family. Yeah, it awesome was really people. cool. Even his Chuck Liddell Jr. Yeah, Chuck, he beat me up, remember? Yeah, he was the first guy to beat you up. You were. Well, I mean, he was the first Liddell, I guess. <laughs> Liddell's going to beat me up. But uh, anyway, yeah. So, and then let's get to the main. main yeah, fight. yeah, we've there been, wasn't We've been getting sidetracked yeah. a little bit. And the main so event was amazing. And that's what I was wanting to say is the 
I like when a card kind of pinnacles at the top and, and the and the That's main what you card pay for. Yeah, and the, the main event fight lives up to the hype and it, it is a, it is the most entertaining fight and gives you what you want. You know, I hate it when you get to the main event and it just like, ends really fast or it's controversial or it's something else and you're just like ah. Well, you know what? I hate to say it. We pretty much, yeah. I mean, we pretty much picked the winners except for I I, I picked uh, Justin to win this fight. Yeah. So you you may ran the table. Why don't we ever bet? I don't. We always pick the winner. I pick Condit. I, 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 oh yeah, so did I'm, I. Yeah, I pick Condit. I did. Too. I pick Condit for that yeah. one, and then uh, and then for the main event, I, I had Poirier for yeah, sure. Did. I did have Poirier. You 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 did have Gechi. Yeah. Gechi. Gechi. I don't want to say his name wrong. Where's can we get like a Don Smith to fight again? Where's Don Fry? This guy just one <laughs> syllable each. There's some, yeah, some tough names out there. Jake but he is an absolute savage. Yeah, he really is, man. Both of them. He Fuck. will take a punch. He'll take five to give one. I mean, he's an absolute savage fighter, and uh, you know, hats off to Condit for not like giving up on. I mean, when I know from experience, are you going back to Condit? Or are you going to? I'm sorry, I'm a man. Uh, Poirier. Yeah. Um, hats off to him for not uh, giving up because from from my fighting experience, especially like when I've hit people really hard, especially with combinations, and they don't go down, and they just keep coming back at you, it sucks. It, it mentally kind of plays a, a part in the fight. You know what I mean? Like it starts making you question, like, well, am I going to be able to finish this guy or hurt him? And if I can't, what the fuck? You know, like, it, and and he he just kept going, man. I mean, plus he just taking kept fighting. Thirty six leg kicks. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure those were fucking fun. I mean, it, it must be frustrating fighting a guy like Getchy because, like, am I saying that right? I just really, say Justin. I must say Justin because I don't want to. I've watched this guy fight so many times, but I, I think just, it's Gaethje. 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 Gate. It's not. We're, we're not analysts, and we're not like, yeah. You know, in our internet, journalists. And our internet sucks here in Thailand. So we're but, getting bits and pieces. I'll say Justin. But anyway, I love him as a fighter, man. The guy's phenomenal. But it must be frustrating hitting a guy so many times, and him just keep coming forward like that. I mean, that's got to just be like demoralizing to yourself. Is like, I mean, he was landing solid shots. He even landed a front flip. Uh, well, Justin I would even did. call it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he let yeah it was a, a front flip kick, That's, yeah. a front flip double kick. Yeah, because he landed both of them right on the, either the head or the shoulders or something. And, and nobody really even said anything. He no one said a single word. None of the comments. And it wasn't on the replay because I wanted to watch the replay. <laughs> they didn't even show it. The dude did a front kick and landed his kicks on the top of the guy's. I mean, on the top of uh, Poirier's head or his shoulder or whatever. Yeah, still, but it's like you would think they'd show it on the on the replay. Somebody would say something. Yeah, you'd think so, but I they didn't. Not. But anyway, uh, Poirier did a fantastic job of uh, staying composed, sticking to his game plan, kept landing the strikes, and went, man, when he hurt uh, Getchy, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say yeah, it. You'll get I'm, I'm going to go for it. I'm not going to give up, dude. When he hurt him, he just went for the kill, and, and uh, yeah, he did He did his thing. Yeah, definitely well-deserved fight of the night. Some people Absolutely. say impossible fight of the, the year or yeah. whatever. I don't know about that, I, I, but... It was good. I mean, it depends, but it was definitely, it was definitely up there. Plus, it's only April. I mean, you're talking about two guys that fought their hearts out yeah. and, and were landing strikes. It wasn't like they were just like swinging; they were actually landing strikes yeah. the entire time. And uh, and then obviously in the post-fight speech, he called out Khabib, which is which is I mean, that's what you do. The norm. He's a champion, yeah. you know, and, and Poirier's at the top. You know, he he's up there, especially now. Um, you know that that's a big win for him. Um, How do you see that fight going? Man, you know, like, I love Poirier, and I think he's a great fighter, but it's just, I mean, I saw him 
hit Justin. I'm going to go with Justin now. Yeah. I saw him hit Justin so many times in that fight and not put him down. And it's just like, for for Habib, I think the ideal person that's going to give him a hard time or possibly beat him is going to be that guy with that one-punch knockout power. They can just hit you one time and put you completely to sleep and be well-rounded enough to defend takedowns. And, and I mean, you got to be a machine, you know what I mean? And I just feel like Poirier is going to land some shots probably, maybe, but he's going to get taken down. And I just don't know how he's going to defend against those takedowns, man. Nobody and and it's nothing against Poirier at all. It's just he's just got a, a warlock at the top of that division that's just going to eat people alive. I mean, he's a, he's I, a tough guy to beat. You know, I man. see him being as dominant as, uh, what's her name, uh, Cyborg. I mean, yeah. there's nobody can touch Cyborg. It's going really see, and that's one of the most stacked divisions. I mean, it's a tough division yeah. in the UFC right now. But when you got a guy like Khabib on top, yeah. it's like, I'm, man, I mean, it, it's, such a discrepancy between. And he's been hit. I mean, and I know he got he got rocked before, but um, he can take a punch, man. <laughs> he can take a punch, you know, and, and he's and not he's got, af- and he's not afraid to. Yeah. That's another thing. So he's got four months to work on his stand up for his next fight. So. Yeah. If, and he's working all the time. Yeah. And you can, and, and, you know, they said what they said about him standing up with um, Iaquinta and stuff. And, like, you know, he got exposed maybe for not having the stand-up of some of the other strikers in the division. But it's like he was just working on a stand-up. He used a championship fight to work on a stand-up. Yeah. I mean, when he was winning 10-8, he knew he could win the fight on the ground. So he decided to, and that if you know Khabib, you would know that's what he does. I mean, he wants to learn. He wants to get experience. He wants to do things that's going to help him in the future. And even though he wasn't a predominant striker and, and isn't, a, you know, uh, one of the, the highest skilled strikers in the division, um, he was still winning. I mean, well, yeah. I, I forgot what the stats were, but, I mean, he still Has won. Has he still never lost a round? In he the still was winning the striking game. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. So... That's why he's the king, and, and I think he's gonna be the king for a long time. But hats off to Poirier, man, and like he's definitely up there now. And we got um, who we got next week? Kevin Lee fighting uh, uh, Barbosa. Barbosa. That's gonna be an interesting fight as well. So between that fight, and Swanson and, and Edgar. Swanson and Edgar. Those are two good fights coming up. Yeah. But Poirier's Poirier's definitely gonna have a tough fight in this next fight as well. Like I said, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of who I want to fight Khabib, like in an ideal situation, but I don't really know. I haven't decided yet who I think would be a great match because I want to see a good fight for him too. I don't want to see him. That's it. I don't want to see him just maul someone either. I want to see a good fight. You know, I want to see him like go out there and and gain something from the fight as well. And for sure, GSP. Yeah. I mean, that's a dangerous fight for him. That would be a fight where he would have to be on his A game for sure because GSP is just a master technician and. You know, he's obviously really big as well, really strong. Um, he's got a good takedown defense, and he's got good takedowns as well. But it'd be weird to see how his conventional style of takedowns match against Habib's very unorthodox Dagestan style of takedowns, which is something that's got him through this entire division. You know, no one's been able to to solve it. Nobody will. I, I really don't see it happening for so. a long time. So I don't think so. But. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it was a good card. A um, couple split decisions. Back-to-back, I think they were, too. One of them was pretty weird. Yeah. Um, the Watterson one, but... Yeah. It was a good card. Not too yeah. bad. I don't think there's any other headline news, really. I think uh, Colby Covington put out a video saying he's going to drop his... Drop his nuts, nuts on, on RDA's, RDA's head, head, which is... He was with a couple ladies at the pool. I didn't even notice those ladies. But, uh, yeah, 
But if you go look at his uh, Instagram or YouTube, whatever it was, not yeah. YouTube. Uh, I don't Twitter. think there was any other big headlines to talk about in the last day. But uh, oh, I do want to say this though. I want to give uh, a lot of respect to Poirier as well for he said that he was going to donate his shorts and gloves and fight clothing from this fight for charity. I can't remember the charity, but it was something to do with. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to speculate. I don't know, but he was definitely doing it for charity. So hats off to him for that. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, it's really good. And we used to do that a long time ago. Like a lot of the fighters would either donate or. or give away their their fight shorts and stuff and i haven't heard nothing about that in a long time so it was it was kind of cool and refre uh, refreshing to to see that he was doing that you know and doing it for charity so that's kind of cool how many how many let's see you fought 15 times in ufc mm -hmm. how many total shorts do you have from all those well that would be 15 do you still no i don't mean ever i mean do you still have them did you give them away no. i know your mom's got a couple or my mom has a couple and then i family some um sponsors i gave one or two to sponsors and then i i did a few for charity Oh, nice. A couple of them for charity, yeah, and I, and I have a couple more left still that I haven't like framed or anything. I have one in the closet here. I was gonna put it in the gym. Why don't I, you? I have the one here from uh, Fight for the Troops where I fought Jonathan Goulet. When you punched him twenty-one times in seven seconds. Yeah, I have that one. I have the I have the shirt, the gloves, the shorts, and a picture of the fight. And I was gonna get it put up at the gym here, just so I have at least one, one like in this gym because I have everything in my print shop in San Jose. Yeah. But I don't have anything here. All those signed posters. I got like, because not every not every card I was on had uh, the posters where you signed. They were like small. A couple of them were like fight nights. I remember all those. But I think I have like 12, 12 or 13 posters signed by every single fighter on the card in my print shop. Those has got to be worth something. Well, one had think? like Hoist Gracie on it with like when he fought uh, Matt Hughes. Ken Shamrock was on one. I mean, we have a lot of the older guys and a lot of the... I'm thinking you get ones with like Evan Tanner and stuff like where some of the fighters have passed away. I don't think I fought on a car with Evan Tanner. I fought uh, David Loazzo a couple, two fights after he fought Evan Tanner. He beat Evan Tanner and then he went on to fight Rich Franklin. But I never fought Evan Tanner. Never fought Rich Franklin either. Never fought Rich Franklin either. No. But I did fight Yushin Okami. He's, a, he's, just, didn't work out so he's well. just in Singapore, right? Rich Franklin's? He's yeah, he's a one FC. Let's let's do a super fight in uh <laughs> super fight no. at one one FC, huh? No, I'm not fighting anymore, man. You don't have to. I am done. It's podcasting and gym building and uh business for me. <laughs> and keeping you out of jail. Oh stop. Gone to jail twice in Thailand, that's it. That's a lot, bro. It's, not, it's four years. You've been here like a year. Four total. No, I know. But a whole I guess that is kind of a lot. Huh? One whole year because you've been on probation, so you couldn't leave. Yeah, I was on probation. Man. Yeah. Who the hell gets on probation in Thailand? Even the Thais were like, you're on fucking probation? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. If I would have messed up or gone to jail, they would have sent me to Bangkok for two months. Woo. And that's the jail where you have to Muay Thai your way to get out of there. Yeah. And I'd Yeah, and, and fun fact, they have a thing called uh, oh, prison fights. Yeah. And it's called prison fights here. And so in Thailand, you can actually uh, opt to fight in a Muay Thai fight and reduce your sentence. Yep. So that's a fun fact for you guys at home, for you kiddos that and I know I'm not breaking any don't news think that here, we're but educational, but you can actually go in there and fight. And uh, we know someone, I know someone that fought and, and that actually, he was a foreigner and he went and fought. Because what they do is they have the prisoners that fight, but then the prisoners fight people from outside. So you can, you can opt to fight the guys in the prison. It's not just prisoner versus prisoner. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because these guys have nothing to lose, and they're trying to get yeah. out of prison. So they're trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah. And they, all, they always win, the prisoners. They, the guys they bring in never win. 
But there's a if you look at I want to say Vice, Vice had that. Yeah. Okay, so I want to say Vice did it. They did a documentary. If you type in prison fights on YouTube, you can actually watch a documentary and it shows the entire thing, the fights, the setup. It talks about it. Um, but yeah, how I mean, how crazy is that? This country is so big into Muay Thai, you can fight your way out of prison as long as you do it in a Muay Thai ring. That's crazy. And oh. some of these guys don't have as much Muay Thai experiences as you would think. They just want to fight and get the hell out of there. How great would it be to win that fight? Yeah, I mean it'd be neat. I, mean, to I don't win know a, if you get a. I don't. I don't know if you just get like immediately. Well, even then, out. I mean, I, I think you just get your sentence reduced. Hey, you a know, bit. I mean, it'd be cool to be UFC champion, but if you can get out of a prison sentence in Thailand, I don't want to choose that fight. Well, man. we'll find out one day when you. They may send me to jail after what I do to this dude who I fight. <laughs> I don't think so, man. <laughs> you bite his ear or something. If I have to, you'll like, probably do. Anything. I'm not losing. I'm scared you're not going to fight. I mean, you better fight. Yeah, as long as I'm healthy. I'm fucking you, almost 40, though. I need, you, it needs to happen soon. You made, you made a promise when we get to 50,000 subscribers, you're going to fight. So you can't back out. Well, I'm not going anywhere unless I get deported again. All right. It'd be tough to fight from America. All right. So. Well, anyway, guys, uh, that's our wrap-up. I keep saying wrap-up, but I'm going I'm to I'm stick with wrap-up. Uh, it says recap, I believe. On UFC Fox 29. Um, leave a comment below. Let us know what you think about uh, Poirier versus Khabib. Or who Poirier should fight next. And, and we always interact on the comments. So leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. And, and we'll tell you what we think about the fights. Um, and definitely, if you can, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. We really appreciate that. Uh, it means a lot to us to uh, see the reviews on iTunes. So you can either just quickly leave us a star. Not a star. Five, five stars. stars. Easy. We, we, yeah, we really want five stars, please. Um, or you can write a quick review of what you think of the show. Um, we really appreciate that. And, and if you want to be an asshole, just do it on YouTube. We'll, we'll read them. Yeah, we read all the comments. And so and we respond as many as we can. So um, definitely leave a comment. And then uh, we're going to also pick a winner for the uh, past. Yeah, we'll put it in the Yeah, the last podcast. So someone from the last podcast, if you haven't left a comment on the, the last podcast that we did, leave it as soon as you can, and then you're it's, qualified to win training hey, at AK Thailand. it's getting harder because we got over 200 comments on some of in these. In like so. a day. Yeah, so it's tough. And it sucks because it's a lot of the same people, which I, don't get me wrong, we love you for that. You know? Yeah, but and we're trying to pick new people fun. to yeah. win for the – so, yeah, so if you, if you leave a comment on the last podcast, probably within the next 24 hours we'll pick a winner yeah. for that one. We'll get it all wrapped up. And you'll get free training that's transferable to AK Thailand. And, yep, that's it. So thanks for uh, tuning in, for listening, and for watching, and we will see you next time. I think we're going to the beach right now. What do you think? I'm down. Down to go to the beach? Yeah. That's the cool thing about living in Thailand is we can go to the beach. So <laughs> let's do it. All, All right, right, let's go. Take care, guys. What's up, everybody? I am here in Thailand. This is the first time I've ever been here. Been dying to come here for years. The great Mike Swick. He's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here. What he built down here, AKA Thailand, is incredible. There's people here from all over the world. You can train mixed martial arts here, jujitsu. They have weightlifting, they have cardio, and obviously they have Muay Thai, boxing, everything. telling you guys I know everybody wants to go to Thailand because Thailand's so cool but you can't come to Thailand without coming to aka Thailand come on <laughs>